Nice day to sit outside and sip some Hosmer Mountain Soda on your back porch. And to talk about Hosmer Mountain Bottling and the great tradition they have in this town for over a century, the chemist from Hosmer Mountain Bottling, Bill Potvin, rejoins us today to tell us some stories today. And, oh, Bill has stories. We sat around the lobby here about a month ago, and he just let them fly. I said, let's do this on the radio. So here he is, Bill. Good morning. How's your Wednesday going today? Hi, Wayno. Looking forward to this. Give us a little background on the history of the Hosmer Mountain Bottling Works. Okay, well, Hosmer was established right in... Willimantic here was called Hosmer Mountain Bottling Works. How's that for an old-fashioned name? 1912. The first four years, they just brought spring water to the mills that were running in town. And around 1916, they got into the soft drink stuff, which was exploding. But it's always been a family-run business. Uh, there's been four different families. The original people were the W.E. Clark and his brother, and then Abraham Beller, came in in the early 20s and ran it probably till the mid-40s or so, and then a gentleman named Fred Meyer ran it until he had a heart attack in mid-50s, and that's when my my dad bought the company. And uh, with me and John particularly working on a regular basis like men, <laughs> he used to tell us, if you work like men, you can drink all the soda you want. So we... Uh, have now run the company longer than all of the other families put together, the Potvins. So it was family-owned back then and family-owned now. Were they doing the 100% glass bottles back in 1912? That's a constant. It's always been glass bottles, returnable glass bottles that we, we, we actually sterilize. It's, it's old technology, but it's beautiful technology because the, the amount of carbon put into the air compared to just putting a little soda in in a bottle and then crushing it and trying to melt the glass melt melting it into new packaging very wasteful so we've always stick with all through the history of the company 110 years has been using that technology most of the coke and pepsi guys had those washers those soakers for years and they were all they were cut up but they were unnecessary when they sold the throwaway mentality to to the country in the 50s when you market your product, do you like to use a retro theme? Yeah, I think uh, there are people who think that, you know, we're a new age company, that everything we do is all natural and stuff. And in reality, we're just trying to bring back the good old days so that in the 40s, 50s and all that, when there were 5,000 little soda companies like us, all the soda companies had the green lemon and lime and the orange and grape and strawberry and so they have a good bold taste so we've sticking we stick with that type of mentality we want a lot of flavor uh we do have some all natural stuff too but i would say our business is not oriented towards that it's oriented towards bringing back a really tasty drink and if it's got a little color in it uh that's part of you know appealing to the public one of your fans, Ann, wants to know, what is the most popular flavor of soda you sell, and how has that changed over the years, 20, 30, 50 years ago? Was it also the most popular? Well, uh, there's a history. If you go back to the first sodas they made, they, they tended to have 
old-fashioned flavors. I think they made root beer, of course, birch beer, cream soda. Uh, we've extended the line to about 25, 30 flavors. But we are basically known most for the old-fashioned, uh, I almost, I call them uh, waspy flavors, you know, the, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant flavors of root beer, cream, birch beer, and sarsaparilla. Those are, are amongst our biggest sellers. The biggest seller we have is the root beer, which won some awards whenever it's put in root beer contests, and followed closely by our signature beverage, which is the white birch beer, the clear birch beer, which is a kind of a New England thing. It's made in other parts of the country, but it's never clear. Now tell me more about the, the root beer competition, because I remember a couple of years ago that you were entered in some national competition, and as I remember it, you were like number four in the nation. And to me, that speaks volumes for the quality of your work. Beer Showdown, it was, believe it or not, in 2005. <laughs> so that's getting to be an old test. But yes, there was 89 companies in there. And I don't believe we even mailed in the sample. Somehow the sample of Hosmer Mountain Root Beer got in this test. And we finished fourth in the country out of 89. And the, some names you might heard of, IBC Root Beer was 21st, A&W was 10th, Stewart's 30-something, Mug, they're all down the list a little bit. So uh, that's, that's one of the first times we ever woke up and said, geez, our stuff is pretty impressive on a national basis. Bill, to make quality soda, you need quality water. Where do you get your water from? Uh, we've been bottling in Colombia uh, since 1964. When we first got the business here, people would come in on Mountain Street, and John and I were working with my dad, and he would be bottling, and they would watch us for a few minutes and then get their soda and, and leave. But there was a water... Uh, shortage uh, a couple of really dry years in the early 60s and he was having trouble bottling because we were using spring water off of Hosmer Mountain and not only would you get it I think the shift the shift of the spring meant that he had to shut down in the afternoon because there was no more water so you know that was uh, one of the reasons why we had to move to Columbia and if the old building out there on Cards Mill Road was Jim Lonergan's car wash and he had died of a heart attack, so my dad bought the the business the building from his uh, wife. You know, a lot of people around here traditionally, especially with holidays, we got the holiday weekend coming up. They think about sitting in the yard and sipping Hosmer soda and the like. But it's not just here in the Greater Willimantic area. Give me an idea of the 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 scope of your distribution for your product. Okay, most of our soda. Is, it, we, uh, a good portion of our soda, I'm not sure, I never thought of the percentage, is self-distributed. We have two or three trucks that are out every day, and so eastern Connecticut has always been our strong point. U up to the Woodstock area, down to the Norwich area, you know, and all of the towns in your listening a area, we've done it. And we've done a lot of home delivery. That, that got us through the tough years when nobody else was doing that, and at one point we probably had... 60% of our business was brought to people's homes. That's faded a little bit. Now we're in so many more restaurants and pizza places than, than in the past. But we've also sent soda by the pallet to different states. There are uh, soda stores where they have soda in glass bottles from the remaining soda companies. 
So we've sent soda to Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Florida, Wisconsin, all over the even California. So uh, it, it has a wider distrib- distribution than ever before. Are you telling me that when I go out to California, there's a possibility I could go into an establishment and maybe find an option of Hosmer Mountain Soda? Yeah, I think so. That's, that's, that's pretty impressive. And as far as people that want to pick up, especially things in quantity, what's the best way to do that? Well, our best price is when you're not paying for the fuel, which is diesel is, what, six thirty a gallon right now. So... Uh, and then you're paying a driver to bring it around. So if you come to either of our stores, we have two retail outlets, 217 Mountain Street, the original location, and then we have a, a store out in uh, basically Silver Lane, as just as called Spencer Street. So that's the Hosmer Mountain Soda Shack. Either of those stores, you're going to go be able to go in and get a 24-pack for 1716 plus tax and deposit. Now, we do have a high deposit, but that's a one-time charge. We, we like to incentivize returnability. Can you buy online? Uh, you can, but, you know, if, if you're willing to get a 12-pack sent somewhere, it may cost you $70 for half a case. Well, you just touched on the price of gas and fuel, which, of course, has spiked. Have you had to increase your prices because of that, or is that something that right now you're trying to resist? I try to resist. You know, this whole business of this inflation, it's, I, I see most of that as just plain old-fashioned gouging. Uh, if, if, if you've, we've concentrated the, the businesses, and we haven't followed through with protecting the competitive nature of small business. So the corporate model allows uh, two or three companies to dominate the trade, and usually when that happens, uh, if you see some kind of a trend, if you feel like you can blame society for inflation by just jacking your price up, and you, you don't worry about losing your trade. You, you've got it all already. So that has to be going back to the old days of protecting the consumer. Bill, are the recipes the same for the original flavors that were produced in the early 1900s, or do the recipes have to change over time because maybe certain ingredients were no longer made? No, I don't think that's true. I think our recipes are not identical to what they were just because when I came back to the to the area after being off in the corporate world myself for a little while, uh, I wanted to make every flavor we had equal to or better than anything you can find in the trade. So I can reverse engineer. If I stumble upon a black cherry that's better than what we make, I can break that down with with the acidity and the sugar level and everything and try to uh, reverse engineer, a fancy word for copying. So my dad always had good soda, but I wanted to make our soda truly exceptional. And when you sit out in the yard sipping your Hosmer soda this Memorial Day weekend, you might not think about it, but when you're using that bottle, well, you're saving the environment. And Hosmer soda is a national hero when it comes to the environment. Tell me about that. Absolutely. That's one of the things that motivates me the most. That We've had wonderful answers to uh, concern for the earth for years, and it's been trashed. Uh, Every Coke bottler was looking for their bottles back, and they would sterilize them and all that. And all of that was sold to the public in the mid-50s. The throwaway mentality was thrown. I can, I've seen some ads from Look and Life magazine that are absolutely amazing with the message they're conveying. One of them that 
coming to mind right now is it's it it said and this was a half a page in a national magazine two great one-way packages they had a bottle of tab which was coca-cola's diet drink at the time right next to a chicken breaking out of an egg i.e. just like you don't worry about the eggshell don't worry about the tab bottle let it go to a landfill we don't care about the energy it takes to make that bottle all of that was sold to the people as convenience and your dream is to capture solar thermal energy to sterilize bottles how close are you to that well i i would say it's a dream still you know it takes uh you know everybody on board with the idea but it's it's very doable and they i feel one of the exciting things about that is soft drink business tends to be seasonal you tend to sell more in the warm weather in the summer so we have to do more bottling in the summer where do you, Grabbing that solar energy would be perfect for thermal energy to uh, get your temperature up for your sterilizing bottles, which is probably in the 160-degree area. So we have to use oil at this point to sterilize to get the energy for that temperature. But if, if you captured thermal energy, you would truly go into a very, very unique position as a bottler in the country. Bill, I get the R question a lot, and I just changed the subject, and I'm guessing that when it comes to the R word for you, you're not going to retire until you unravel the Coke formula. What does that mean? Well, that's been a personal uh, goal for me, because I know that Coke is such a dominant company, and they've always made it harder for us to to make a living because they'll put a cooler in a pizza place and then they'll tell the guy nothing else goes into this cooler except our stuff and we've had many people that said geez i'd like to have some of your great flavors but they won't let me use the cooler so between that and just the power of the company it always struck me that why not try to get as close to the taste of coke as possible because it is a great flavor so i remember telling my dad right to his face. I said, Dad, I'd like to try to unravel the Coke taste. And he said, you're a jerk. It can't be done. People have been trying that for a 100 years. Who who do you think you are? But I've stuck with it. I've got hundreds of pages of notes. It's the empirical method. It's the scientific method, and it, it can be done. I just believe that perseverance is so important in in uh, when you're trying to accomplish stuff and i've done that and now i've really after many mistakes i've got something that i'm quite excited about and then you'll unravel the colonel's 11 secret herbs and spices lastly bill what do you see as the future for hosmer mountain bottling well we have known for years for 25 years that we don't have either we didn't have children or the children we have have no interest so we've known we have to get out and I remember in early in the early 2000s, I said, let's at least make it to be a 100-year-old company. It's such an iconic thing to accomplish. Well, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> We're 110 now. Uh, we had a kind of a disastrous experience trying to get out within the last five years, but now we have another person that uh, we're pretty, we feel really good about it because he's, He's got a local model. He's interested in the history of the company, and he would tend to continue operating it like we do. So we're 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 very close to uh, getting 
a deal done where we will still hang around for a few years, but it's where we ha- we can't do this forever. I just turned seventy six. What two months ago? <laughs> well, we hope you keep on going because it's a really important local treat Hosmer Mountain Soda or the Hosmer Mountain Bottling Works which began the same year as Titanic but Hosmer Mountain Soda is still afloat. Bill it's always good talking to you thanks for catching up this morning. Love it thank you Wayno. Bill Potvin our guest from Hosmer Mountain Bottling on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.